You're very welcome to This Adult Life, the podcast with myself, Mark Fennell, and we talk about all things to do with adult life. Sometimes we talk about good things, then bad things, and other times we talk about the ugly things of adult life. And today is one of those things we might call a little bit ugly, or maybe it's just bad, why people don't support you. You see, when you have success in life, or you achieve in a goal, or even if it's a small win and people just don't celebrate with you, you're left wondering why. When it comes to family or close friends, why aren't they celebrating like me? Why aren't they supporting me when I need them? Where is the help when I need it most? We're talking about that today. Familiarity and sometimes why celebrities get more support than we do. Anyway, all of that is coming up in today's show. If you're someone that's felt unsupported, well, you're in the right place at the right time because you're listening to This Adult Life, the podcast. Let's get straight into it. Well, let's get straight into it. Now, why am I doing a podcast about such a thing of why people don't support us? And I tell you why, because I worked it out about 10 to 15% of my clients right now feel unsupported. And here's what I will say from my own life. I've had times where people I thought would be there to help me or even support me and they just weren't there. Nowhere to be seen. Or when I've had a little win or a success or I achieved the goal and you're going, you can't wait to tell someone your good news. And then they're kind of like, oh, very good. And you, they're just not celebrating like you are. Now, of course, it means more to you than maybe it does to them. But you wonder, they don't seem very happy for me achieving this thing. Why is that? So if that's you, well, you're in the right place because so many times we can get to a a place of happiness or joy or we achieve something and we want to share the good news. We can't wait to run and tell someone. So we call our nearest and dearest, maybe it's a friend or a family or whatever, or a partner, and we call them up and we expect that they will be just as happy as us. And sometimes some of them will be, but then other times people close to you, they just aren't as happy as you. In fact, they even seem, I don't know, unhappy the fact that you've just achieved this thing and why is that and why are people not always around when we need them most well that's what we're talking about today or what about this you're single and your best friend is single and he's always talk about oh when we meet someone special it's going to be so amazing and so forth and we'll we talked about the marriage we've talked about the future we've talked about the kids we talked about the house you talk about all these things with your best friend right and then one day you do meet someone special and for whatever reason The first person you want to tell is, I've met someone, is your best friend. But your best friend, well, she's like, I'm happy for you. That's great. But she's not so happy. She's not supporting you like you would have expected her to support you. But yet you've both talked about meeting that special someone and now you've met that special someone. So why isn't she supporting you? You see, sometimes support doesn't show up in the places we would expect it to be. In fact, sometimes support comes from the places we least expect it. One thing that has come to me and what I've realized in life is that sometimes you'll get support from places you don't expect it and you won't get it from the places you do expect it. But if you find success and maybe perhaps you're in the public eye or maybe you've gone to a level that has far exceeded anyone in your circle of friends or anyone in your family, what you might find is that not everyone is celebrating with you. What you might find is that sometimes it's a little bit lonely. But I remember a thing my dad told me many moons ago, and here's what he said. He said, anyone can hang out with the pigeons. The pigeons love hanging out with the pigeons because they're all the same, they're all familiar, and there's safety in numbers. But he said, the most powerful bird in the air sometimes flies alone. And he referring to the eagle or even the hawk. He said, when you get to levels of success in life, sometimes you have to fly alone because you're not like everyone else was. You've left the pack and you've stood up and you've stepped out. 
And sometimes success can be lonely for that reason. As some of you are aware, I know it's been shared online quite a bit that I would work quite a lot with people in the public eye, particularly influencers. And they get backstabbed by people who were close to them, people who were family, people who were, were their close friends. But when they got to, you know, the followers grew and their influence grew and so forth, they, they didn't necessarily sign up, I'm going to be an influencer, a lot of them. Some of them just pursued their passion and thankfully became successful at it. But they've had the closest people to them hurt them the most. And shocking stuff like lies and hate and bullying and all sorts of things. I'm not saying everyone out there is perfect. In fact, none of us are. But sometimes when you get to levels of success, people will get jealous. People will hate you for it. People who once supported you when you were like them, now that you're not like them or they see you not like them, they don't support you anymore. So if you're going after success, remember, sometimes success can be lonely. But the key is finding your close circle of friends and sticking with them as they stick with you. But remember, you've got to know that sometimes success can be lonely. So let's get straight into it. But first, I want to stress this to you. Support means a lot, but lack of support means a lot too. And I don't know if you can relate to this, but this is one thing I'll say. You know, when people support you, it is amazing and it is, we need it. You know, it's important in life on our, on our journey. But sometimes when people don't support us, it sends a message as well. It's kind of like they don't believe in us or they don't believe in what we're doing or, or, or for whatever reason. We'll talk about that in a minute. But when we don't get support, it sends a message just as much as sending support does. So it's kind of like the whole, and I talked about before when I talked about ghosting, you know, no answer is an answer, you know, and people don't always realize that by not showing support is actually sending a message that you're not supporting them, uh, even though you may say nothing. But sometimes I want to stress this from the outset. Sometimes when we expect something, we leave ourselves open to be disappointed. And I, what I mean by that is if you expect someone to support you and then they don't, you can feel let down. And that's something that's going to rob your happiness or your joy or your, your happy place, you know. So sometimes we can expect too much of people. And sometimes it's best not to expect too much of people. That's just a little side note, a little segue. But I want to stress this opening from the start. Now, this is something you need to write down, okay. Write down on your phone or on your back of your hand and permanent marker. Get a tattooed on your forehead. No, I'm joking, obviously. But just make sure you remember what I'm about to tell you. This is a, a quote that I believe is something we must never forget. Because when we don't get supported, it can really derail us. It can kind of hold us back. It can rob our confidence a little bit because it can make you doubt yourself. You go, well, they don't support me. Maybe am I doing the right thing? Do they know more than me? Have they seen something that I don't see? You know, so it can derail you. But I want to get this out. Here's a quote. Remember, pen to the ready. Here it is. Your success does not need their support in order to happen. I'll say it one more time. Your success does not need their support in order for it to happen. Because sometimes we, I'm going to go after this thing and I have the support, so I'm going to make it happen. But there will be times, you may have the support at the beginning of your journey or whatever you're trying to go after or your, your plan, but then you find that the support's not there. I'll give you a little example of mine. I remember years ago, um, a good while ago now, but it was uh, years ago, I was doing um, a, an event 
and I would have a, a stand at this particular event, right? So it would be all glitz and glam. It was really cool. And I'd have this stand set up and there was a bit of work in putting up the stand. And I used to set it up myself, but I always needed help because there was, was, was a bit to it. It's not that I'm not strong or anything. Um, it's just sometimes you need, a, you, know, you need a hand lifting up stuff, whatever. Anyway, um, but here's what happened. When I first started the event, I had loads of support. I mean, the family was out, the friends were out. It was, I mean, I had just loads of support and people helped me who were excited for me and whatever else have you. But then the event happened again six months later and then six months later and the event was now recurring. All of the help I had at the very first event, <laughs> by about the fourth event, it was just me and Fiona. <laughs> it was like it was gone, you know, because sometimes people, I suppose maybe it's novelty or maybe it's excitement or whatever else, you know, and people are there at the start. But I didn't take it that, oh, it's because they don't support me. You know, I could have done with the help, but I didn't want to ask them because they'd already helped me in previous. So sometimes you'll start off and you'll get great support at the start, but the support is not always going to be there to the same intensity. So anticipate that. And that's when you kind of, I suppose, you see the birds from the trees as far as, am I still in this regardless of support or not? And that's why I stress that quote, your success does not need their support in order for your success to happen. Um, but the big question I want to say to you is this, right? You know, we sometimes feel entitled to people's support. But I want to say, look, nobody owes you anything. And you don't owe anybody anything. And you might think, but Mark, you know, let me, I'm going to delve a little bit deeper in that because nobody owes us anything. We can't get into a place of self-entitlement. Should a family support us? Absolutely. Should our partner support us? They should be the number one support. You know, should our friends, our close friends support us? Absolutely. And it's not that they don't support us. You know, maybe they do support us, but they just don't show it. Who knows? But what I mean by that is this, when our family or friends don't show up in support like we would have expected, we can be a little bit kind of miffed about it, a bit kind of put off, a bit maybe angry, upset, annoyed, disheartened, because we felt, well, they should be doing it. But just because they should do it doesn't mean they will do it. So what I want to say to you is try not fall into the entitlement trap. And I use that as a trap because when you get into that entitlement trap and you start getting this expectancy of people and they, shall I say, their shortcomings, they don't show up like you thought they would, well, you can be found very disappointed and it can even cause you to be disheartened. Because I remember when I needed help doing this, this event and there was no one around, it was just me and Fiona and we were, you know, trying to get it done on time because you don't need so much time to set the stand up. And I remember going, I could really do with some help right now. And I was starting to get a bit angry about it, like a bit disheartened. You know, why, why aren't they all here? There used to be so much help and now no one, they know we're here. We've told them we're coming and no one's here now. And I don't want to ask people or put them out, but I could do with their help. And I remember feeling like that. But then I, I remember kind of calling myself into check because I said, you know what, this is going to take from this event. I'm going to be annoyed going into this event. I won't be, you know, as good as I can be if I'm going into this negative mindset. So I had to kind of snap myself out and say, look, it, would I support someone if they needed my help? Absolutely. You know, but if they don't support me, well, that's their choice. But I'm not going to get disheartened about it because otherwise that could really cause you to lose pace or go into an event or whatever it might be with the wrong mindset because of the lack of support. Don't let the lack of support discourage you is my first and foremost. That's why I say your success does not need their support in order for your success to happen. But let's get into the eight reasons why they don't support you and let's get stuck in. The first one is familiarity, okay? You see, it's kind of like this. Now I wanna explain this, right? Familiarity, they say, can breed contempt. You've heard that quote, I'm sure, a million times. But here's what I wanna say about that. When you, for example, get a new jacket or you get a new car, 
Okay, it's the novelty, it's the new thing, it's amazing, it's brilliant. But over time, six months later, a year later, two years later, the jacket might not even be worn, the car is just the car. When you first got the car, you're washing the car every weekend, you had it gleaming, and now it's just the car getting around from A to B. In fact, you've even started looking up other cars. Because familiarity, things get old and things get sometimes taken for granted, right? Now, I'm not saying they may take you for granted, but familiarity doesn't always help. But what does familiarity do where it causes problems? Well, sometimes they remember your mistakes and your past failures in the past and they kind of feel they know you. I know you. You know, they feel like they really know you and they know all the good things about you and all the bad things about you. And because of that familiarity, they see you on the same level as them and there's nothing wrong with that. But when you start to progress, they're like, you know what? Hang on a minute. He's getting all full of himself. Oh, she's getting all cocky. What's the story here? The familiarity says, you know, oh, these are growing. You know, when you're, if you're growing or, or finding success or moving on in life or just expanding or becoming, you know, better in your job or getting higher paid or you get a new car or whatever, they kind of say, oh, you're kind of going outside the boundaries of, of, of us. You're becoming different. They see change as a negative because they want familiar. And now that you're becoming unfamiliar, they think you're getting all, you know, notions or full of yourself. <laughs> and that's why familiar can, familiarity can be a problem. Familiarity can breed contempt, but it can also breed very much jealousy and envy and so forth. You see, we think success is perfection. So we see celebrities and we, we deem them successful because we don't see their failures or their mistakes. So we see celebrities as pretty much perfect. That's why when they make a mistake, it becomes big news because like, oh, I can't believe they did that. Because we dehumanize celebrities. We dehumanize them to the extent of, it's like celebrities are superhuman. And then one day you meet a celebrity and you're like, oh my goodness, I can't believe that. You know, you're whatever you might, you know, uh, you're, you're celebrity shook. You know, you get kind of, you freeze because you're kind of like, I can't believe I'm meeting them. Because we dehumanize celebrities when they're just human people like us. But we dehumanize them. We see them as, we put them on pedestals and we think they're amazing. We think they're perfect. And that's why familiarity doesn't cause a problem. You sometimes you will see people will support celebrities quicker and faster than they will support you. I know once in a situation where a family member became a doctor and the family had no faith in them being a doctor. Can you imagine them prescribing? I wouldn't want him examining me. They had no faith in him as a doctor because of familiarity, but they had more confidence in the doctor they didn't know so well. And that's why familiarity be can be a problem. They can't identify with you when you start to become like a celebrity or when you start to step out of the, you know, step out and step up. When they see you changing like that, they kind of say, oh, oh what are they about? And that's why familiarity can be a problem. So familiarity can be a reason why people don't support you as much as you thought they might. Number two, they don't believe in you because they don't believe in themselves. And this is so important because if we don't believe in ourselves, it's very hard for us sometimes to believe in others because we project, we think everyone's like us. And, and this holds people back from supporting people. They don't believe that they could ever be a success. So if they see you being a success, they don't support you because, well, you remind them of their lack of success. They don't believe they could do it and they certainly don't believe you could do it because that's how they view themselves. So they don't believe in you because they don't believe in themselves. Number three, you ready for this? Write this one down. Small mindsets cannot comprehend big dreams. Small mindsets cannot comprehend big dreams. You see, if you've got someone who's small-minded, and I'm not dissing people who are small-minded, right? But small-minded is limited thinking. It's kind of like, this is how it is. 
you know, familiar is right, growth is wrong, out of the comfort zone is too much effort, stay comfortable, just do what I do, uh, you know, keep the routine going, hamster on a wheel is safe. You know, the small mindset or the limited mindset cannot comprehend when you come in and say, you know, I'm going to start a business or I'm going to go after this or I'm going to lose, you know, 20 pounds or I'm going to climb to the top of that mountain or I'm going after to learn how to become a pilot or, you know, small minds can't comprehend that because it's like they're doing, that's such a big thing. It's such a big time. How could, they can't comprehend it. So they think, oh yeah, yeah, right. I believe it when I see it because they're a small mindset. So number three. And uh, here's what I will say to you though. Did you ever share a dream with someone? Did you ever share a dream with them and say, you know what, or a goal? And he goes, I really want to do this. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to go here, do that, whatever. And then they go, that's nice. Well, I'll tell you a story I had. I had someone who I trained up in in um, business and they actually worked for me for a while and, you know, set them up so that they could have a career for themselves and whatnot. And we put on a very large event. I was speaking at it and whatever, and they were very much involved in it. And the event, I mean, so many amazing testimonials came from the event. I was like, wow, blown away by how people just got such breakthroughs from this event. And I remember saying to her, I I said, you know, wasn't that amazing? Can you believe it? Look at these emails we're getting. And this is amazing. And she was like, yeah, that's nice. And I was like, it's cool though, isn't it? Her body language, her tone, everything. And I was like, maybe she just doesn't express herself. But I know when she gets excited about things, she's, you know, she gets very excited. So I'm like, but do you not think it's amazing so many people got these breakthroughs by, you know, applying themselves or whatever else? And she was like, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> I was like, okay. As so I said, maybe she just doesn't get it like I do. That's fair enough. Maybe it's not, she's not as passionate about it as, as I am. And we left it. We did more events, more events, more events. And we were working together. And I was like, do you not think it's cool? She was like, yeah it is good you know it is good and she just wasn't kind of excited or enthusiastic or whatever else and she was a part of this thing too and I said well what would make it better I don't know and she just had no input or whatever else she ended out we ended out parting ways and I never really knew why right I found out why eventually but I didn't know why she was kind of like she seemed to lose interest she anyway she quit the job she moved off started her own business like she'd always planned to and we knew she would but basically what happened was she was learning from me to do what I was doing, but ultimately she wanted to do it herself. And she had this, I'm going to call it maybe like a little bit of a jealousy thing. So, and I couldn't get my head around it because I didn't see it coming, right? You know, I'm, I'm not perfect, but I wouldn't be the jealous type. So I never saw it. It's, it's something I missed. Now, I knew she was kind of the jealous type just from other things she would say about friends or family when, you know, we'd be having the chats or whatever. But I, I couldn't understand that her gearing, how she was geared was, unless she's getting all the glory, she doesn't acknowledge the success of whatever it might be, if it means kind of, I suppose, splitting the success story with a team. It was either her or no one else. There's no I in team, as I always say. And that's why she couldn't understand it. Um, She couldn't, didn't want to support it. So, you know, sometimes you will share things with people and I think that's a small-minded way to be. And and I think to be celebrating only your wins, but don't celebrate anyone else's is pretty selfish. And it's not a good thing. It's a small-minded way of thinking in life. But here's what I will say. Small mindsets cannot comprehend big dreams. And when you share your dream with someone or what you're doing or even your success with someone, they're like, yeah, that's nice. Maybe they can't comprehend it because of their, their own small mindset. Now, don't start calling them out on it and go, that's just because you're small-minded. Don't start doing that, whatever you do. Um, here, Number four, have you supported them? Now, this is a question. Support is like a currency. You know, it goes back and forth. It's a two-way street. But have you supported them? Because sometimes when people don't feel supported by you, 
well, I suppose as as a way of them reciprocating that or even punishing you back, they don't support you. But that's the question I'd say. Did you support them, do you think? And maybe they're, they were going after something that you didn't think was a big deal, but if it's a big deal to them, well, make it a big deal to you and support them. Because sometimes people don't support us because maybe we're not supporting them. And like the girl I mentioned that used to work for us, you know, many moons ago, um, she had that thing where, you know what, I, I, I want all this to be about me and therefore I don't give support. I just get support and, I, and the successes are only successes when they're my successes. And I want to make sure that we don't become like that. We don't want to be that person that says, I only, I'm looking for support, but I never give it. So the question is, maybe they're not supporting you because you never supported them when they expected it from you. Because support means something. And so everyone is listening. So make sure you support. When we don't support, it sends a message. Like I said at the beginning, when we support, it's we send that message of support. But when we don't support, we send a message of, I don't support you. Or that's how we interpret it. Now, it's not always meant that way. Sometimes they just maybe missed it, didn't support us for whatever reason, forgot about it, or whatever. It doesn't mean that they don't support you. But we tend to take the meaning of, if they didn't support me, it's because they chose not to, rather than it just being complacent about it. Number five, past failures don't stop future successes. Sometimes we don't get support because people think, oh, they failed before, they won't do it. They can't. No, she's not able. No, he's not able. No. Sure, remember that time when they tried to do this thing and they didn't ever do it? No, 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 they'll just fail again. They'll just fail again. And, you know, or you say to someone, you know, right, that's it. I've joined the gym this time. I'm going to lose the weight. Oh, like you joined it all those times before. And they're like the diary you don't want to read back on. You know, they remind you of your past failures, just so you don't get full of yourself or any notions of yourself. They remind you, say, oh, yeah, well, you failed before. Do you think you'll do it this time? Uh, you know, what is that about? But that's why sometimes people don't support you because they see your past failures. But sometimes we will not support ourselves, right? We're going after something. We need us to support ourselves. We need to believe we can. And it, this is also applies to us. What you don't want to do is start thinking back of all the times you failed. Unless it's with a positive mindset so you can see what you learned from those failures. But if it is looking at those failures like, will I do this because I couldn't do it before? Well, that's going to bring you down a rabbit trail of negativity. So just remember this. Past failures don't stop future successes. And even if someone reminds you of your past failures, it doesn't stop future success. Because if you remember Thomas Edison, you know, 10,000, was it 9... Uh, 9,999, you know, uh, efforts at getting the light bulb to work. It was about the 10,000th one that actually worked, you know. So he was well used to dealing with failures, but it didn't stop him having that future success because he only needed success one time for it to work. And that was obviously the light bulb uh, that Thomas Edison that discovered. Number six, some people don't want to hear of your dreams because it reminds them of their lack of dreams in their own life. Hmm, I'll say it again. Some people don't want to hear of your dreams because it reminds them of their lack of dreams in their own life. You see, when you go on and say, oh, I'm excited, I'm going to do this, or I'm going to learn this, or I'm going to study this, or I'm going to change this, or, you know, I, I've recently ran um, a workshop for uh, anxiety and stress, and the feedback afterwards was amazing from people saying, you know what, I, I, I've changed my way now, you know, and uh, it's a week later, and I, I've, for the last week, I've had such a good run of it, and I'm going to make sure that now I get into a second week of success, and a third week of success, dealing with anxiety and so forth. And this is the thing, but if you go to someone else who struggles with anxiety, who maybe didn't do the course and you're saying you know what my anxiety has been really under control these days I'm doing so much better I'm thinking so much more positive about 
the, the future and not letting anxiety hold me back. But when you say that to someone who has anxiety and really struggles, hasn't done the workshop, hasn't tried to get help for it, they're going to say, ah, yeah, but it'll just come back. Oh, you'll never get over it. Ah, oh, sure, I have anxiety years. I've tried before and failed. You know, you see, they don't want to hear of, of your dream or your plan or your good news story because they don't have one themselves. And that's what holds, shall I say, their support back. Because people don't want to hear of your dreams because it sometimes reminds them of their lack of dream in their life, their lack of goals, their lack of plan, their lack of thinking big, or thinking outside the box. So sometimes you've probably had the quote, I've shared it before, misery loves company. Sometimes people are miserable and they want to hang around with other miserable people because, well, there's nobody, shall I say, pushing them or, 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 or making them self-examine because we self-examine. When we get around, if you ever get around a room of entrepreneurs, I did an event two years ago, three years ago now, it was a room full of people who work for themselves, business people. Um, they all ran their own business, self-employed. And it was kind of like, the, you know, the, I suppose the, the SMEs, it was kind of small to medium enterprises. And basically, they were companies of maybe between one or 10 employees max, right? And there was about 200 people in the room. And I remember, though, what was quite fascinating about it was they said, you know what, I've hung around all my friends. It was one of the people I signed They said, I've hung, hung around with all my friends for years and they all work their nine to fives. And they had so much negativity when they heard that I'm going to start working for myself and doing my own business. And I, I shared with them, I said, listen, I've only ever been self-employed pretty much my whole adult life. I did work for people as well, but pretty much I've been self-employed for my whole adult life. So I said that to him, you know, and he says, that's amazing because I haven't been around other entrepreneurs, so to speak, other business owners. So when you're around people who are working their nine to fives and, you know, they want safety and security and so forth, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But he says, when, when I tell them about going self-employed and what's involved and doing my own, you know, end of year accounts and all of this stuff, he said, they, they were like, oh, I don't know what you do. How could you do it? And they were so, so negative. You see, you've got to remember this, though is that some people aren't able to go where you're going. Some people aren't able to comprehend your mindset or the way you think or your outlook or your entrepreneurial spirit or your go get them attitude or whatever it me means for you. But some people aren't like you like that and they can't grasp it. But should, should they still support you? Of course they should. They might learn even from you. But People who can't grasp it, well, you know what? They're just not going to support you because when they see you moving on and they don't, they feel they don't have what it takes, anyone can have success. Anyone, everyone is born with the same potential in life. But when they see you moving on and they don't have a plan like that, they can't think like that because they choose not to, well, then they hold themselves back. And I say choose not to because anyone can open their mind. Anyone can think outside the box. You just have to make the choice to want to. And when they don't want to because of the effort or the, you know, the lack of security and say being self-employed, for example, they won't do it. And so when they see you doing it, they cannot comprehend it and therefore they don't support it because they're like, oh no, it's de it's dodgy, it's dangerous, it's, 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 I mean, working for yourself, you know, or whatever it might be that you're doing. Some people don't want to hear of your dreams because it reminds them of their lack of dream. Number seven, you're not doing what they think you should be doing. I always say this, opinions are like noses. Everyone has one. Sometimes there's a couple of holes in them and sometimes they smell. <laughs> Noses, right? Like opinions. Everyone has them. But here's what I will say. Everyone thinks they know better about your life than you. Everyone has an opinion of what they think you should be doing. And if you're not doing what they think you should be doing, they won't support it because you're not doing what they think you should be doing. 
you know, when you, you, you pursue something. I remember um, a girl shared a, an amazing story. She started her own dance academy and she, you know, she was trained in college, you know, to be a solicitor and she started her own dance academy. And she left the legal, you know, world. She got her degree and whatever and went into this dance academy, which she started during college to pay bills. It became a business. And her parents never, her father particularly, never supported her because it was not what they wanted her to do. They wanted her to be a solicitor. And they said, there's no security in this dance academy thing, whatever. They didn't realize her passion, her creativity and her love for this thing. And they just didn't acknowledge any of that because she's not doing a solicitor. Well, then she's, we don't respect or uh, acknowledge or support anything she does because she should be a solicitor and that's it. And it's very harsh. You know, eventually they kind of came around when she became very successful and with her income, she bought her own house and very successful dance academy. Uh, it was in the UK. And, you know, the, and she opened up lots of other ones and other branches and such. Only then did she get the support of her dad, you know. But that's the thing. If, they don't, if people don't support you, it's because maybe you're not doing what they think you should be doing. And number eight, not everyone is going to support you. Now, I, I know number eight kind of sums up this whole episode, but let me explain. Because what you need to do is, realize that there are people who will celebrate you and there's others who will just tolerate you, you know, and don't forget that. Some people will celebrate you, some people will just tolerate you. Go where you're celebrated and don't go where you're just merely tolerated. Find your small circle of support and it probably will be small. It might be, you know, you count them on one hand if you're lucky, if you have five people that will even support you, but find your small circle of support. And remember this, support starts with yourself. You've got to support yourself. And how you support yourself is through building your confidence, your self-confidence, dealing with the lack of self-doubt. Because ultimately, no matter how many people support you or don't, it will always ride on the fact of how much you believe in you. And I have other episodes about confidence. You can look back through the episodes on those. But always remember, starting out on your task, goal, journey, dream, whatever it might be, no matter how small it is or big it is, it doesn't matter. It all will start with how much do you believe you can do it. And it's not that you have it all figured out. Self-belief, self-confidence is key. Then find your small circle of support. You'll figure them who they are over time. But believing in yourself is more important than anyone else believing in you. And I want to close with that. Remember this. Believing in yourself is more important than anyone else believing in you. You've got to believe in yourself because that's what's going to carry you through. Now, I want to talk to you about something else when it comes to support, because I've got something that's coming up and I, I am excited to talk to you about. It. And I think if you're looking for support, well, this is going to be the perfect opportunity. And this is an evergreen thing. So regardless of when you listen to this podcast, it is it will be there. We're currently building it and setting it up at the minute. But this thing is called Tribe. And it's me and it's a group of people. It's going to be a community-based thing. It's a membership program where each and every month you get training, you, you can ask questions, get answers, find support and have accountability, whatever your journey, plan, goal, task might be that you're pursuing. But ultimately, if you want to level up in life, well, you got to get around people who are like-minded, but you also got to get around people who think even greater than your mind thinks right now. You got to expand your thinking, expand your outlook, expand your confidence, your motivation, your drive. So I've created a thing called Tribe. So here's what you need to do. The first thing is drop me an email and put in the subject field the word Tribe. Okay, I will then respond to you with all the details about Tribe. This is a limited group. It is not going to be publicized. I'm not going to be promoting it massively because it's going to be a limited group. So email me and in the subject mark at markfennel.ie. It's two N's, two L's. So mark at markfennel.ie. And in the subject field, just put Tribe. 
and when I get that email, I'll know you're interested and I'll send you information. That doesn't sign you up to anything. That just says that you're looking for information. Or if you want, you can head to my website, markfennel.ie. But regardless of what you do, regardless of where you go, remember that not everyone in life is going to support you. But there will be the few that do. But remember, your future success does not depend on how much support you get. On that note, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much, by the way, for sharing the podcast to the world. And if you know someone who needs support right now, share this episode with them. It might just change their lives. It might even just rock their world. But on that note, guys, if you do share, make sure you tag me. Of course, subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you feel we are warranting a five-star review, I would be honored if you would give me such a thing because for me, that's massive support. (laughs) So if you want to get support, start by giving it uh, and show some support. I'd love that five-star review uh, because it helps more people see our episodes with the more reviews we get. That's why it means so much. On that note, guys, you've been great. I've been Mark Fennell and you're listening to this out of life the podcast